Hello and welcome back to the Roll the Bark. It's me, Ewok, a labdoodle from sunny Los Angeles. Today we have a special co-host, Buster the Bodybuilding German Shepherd. We will be interviewing Buster about his life later in the podcast. But for now, since he is a fitness expert, Buster will be helping me in our first segment. We will be talking about dog fitness and why exercise is important in your canine's overall well-being. Part 1. Puppy Fitness Many people wonder, how much exercise should your dog be getting daily? Well, for me, exercise is life. I've done every single day since I was little. You may not be a bodybuilder, so here are some basic tips. Tip 1. Start the day with a walk. This is important because it'll help you wake up and set you up for a better and more productive day. Tip 2. You should not only take a walk in the morning, but also one in the afternoon. Probably close to bedtime so that you can get tired out and have an easier time sleeping. Sleep is essential for muscle building, so that's why I get 10 hours a night. Tip 3. During the middle of the day, you want to have some playtime with your owners. This would include playing catch with a stick or ball, your owner hiding toys for you to find, or chasing a squirrel around the yard. Bonus points if you can swim in a pool or lake, if you feel comfortable. Believe it or not, all this stuff counts as exercise. Well, one dog is the equivalent of 50 kids in terms of dirtiness when you're swimming in a pool, so make sure you're running the filter on high. Yep. Tip 4. And finally, if your dog is above the weight you have in mind for them, you could try switching to a healthier type of dog food for a while and putting them on a diet to reduce their calories. Treats are still alright though. Well, Buster, if that's all on the fitness front, I'm sure our listeners are curious about your life story. Thanks for the tips. Part 2. Interview with Buster the Extremely Muscular Dog. I got acquainted with Buster when I met him at the dog park. I noticed Buster while he was on his run and thought to myself, wow. That was an extremely muscular dog. I've got to have this pup on the pod. Welcome, Buster. Well, you aren't in bad shape at the time either, Ewok. It's an honor to be here. I've always dreamed of telling people my life story and talking about my bodybuilding career. Sure. My schedule is probably the most important part, and I'll give you all the details. So, I start off the day with a hurry breakfast, a bowl of kibble and a gallon of water. Then I relieved myself before doing my morning workout. I did 300 push-ups, 20 miles on my treadmill. Then I do some other exercises and lift weights. My current lifting ability is 200 pounds in each paw. Well, I just got these foot weight thingies and I got them stuck on my paws. They are only two pounds, so I'm Definitely not as strong as you. 
Well, you've never been a bodybuilder, have you, Ewok? We haven't, sadly. Allow me to continue. Then I have lunch, another bowl of kibble with chicken on top. Jump into the pool for swimming. I have 500 left before getting out and having my afternoon walk. Then, I go home, have dinner, and go to sleep. For bodybuilders, it's important to get a lot of sleep. To build my muscles. You don't get muscles like mine just from exercising. It's good sleep involved, too. How did you get into the bodybuilding business, Buster? Well, sort of like a second nature. The moment I was five days old, I was determined to be the strongest in the world. I spent my days benching other dogs at the dog park, and my owners decided to support my dream. Now I have a state-of-the-art home gym. My owners take me around L.A. to bodybuilding competitions. Do you have a bodybuilding nemesis? Yes, as a matter of fact, there's a fierce little chihuahua named Betty who is after my champion title. Well, Buster, it's been great talking to you. I hope the listeners have learned some fun facts about bodybuilding. Thanks for coming on. See you at gym. Bye! Part 3 And now it's time for Dog Trivia! What's the smartest breed of dog? By smart, I mean easily trained, a good listener, and has solid animal instincts. Number one. This breed is known as a herding dog. It has been used to herd groups of sheep and cattle. Number two. Most of these dogs are black, white, and gray. Their hair is medium length, not too long, like me, and not too short, either. Number three. This breed is prone to certain health issues, such as epilepsy and urinary incompetence. Yikes. Stay tuned for the answer. Part four. Today, on BarkBox, we have Liza. She is the owner of one dog, Libby. My brother, Zachary, went to preschool with Liza, so we go way back. Sort of. Welcome, Liza. Hello. Uh, tell us a little bit about your dog. Libby is a golden retriever. She's about medium size right now. Um, she has been with us about 11 months, and she is a very calm golden retriever, even though they're like calm dogs. Um, she, a lot of people have said that she's a super calm golden retriever. Yeah. Um, how did you come to get Libby? Well, my mom found Libby on the internet and from a breeder and so we went in our car and we got her in northridge hmm. uh, does libby have any friends in the neighborhood i thought i heard my owners talking about another dog was that you well libby does have a friend across the street murphy they've played once except Murphy was way bigger than her back then, so all Libby did was just crawl under his legs. She has two other friends, 
on our block, Luna, who is diagonally across the street, and Dakota, who is on our side of the street, but a little bit down. Liza, I'd like to know. People have been worrying about their dogs having separation anxiety with everyone going back to school and work after the pandemic. Your dog is a special case, though, since you got her during quarantine and she hasn't known anything different. Has her personality or behavior been affected by this? Like I said, she's a very calm dog. So when we go to school, my dad goes to work. She's fine. She just sleeps in her crate. But my mom doesn't go to work, so she can take Libby on walks and play with Libby. But when we go on like family outings during the weekend sometimes, we leave her in her crate and she just sleeps through it. Mm-hmm. She's excited when we come home, but she doesn't bark or anything. Mm-hmm. She's very good in that way. Mm-hmm. Great. Now tell us one or two funny or not so funny stories about Libby. Well, uh, ever since the day she came home, um, when she drank water, um, she would look at her reflection in the water bowl and she would think that that was another dog, and she would want to play with that dog, so she would splash water all over her face trying to get down to that dog. And same thing at night, like when, because we have a glass door, when she looks through that door, since it's nighttime, it's black, she can see her reflection, and apparently she didn't want to play when it's nighttime, I guess, because when she sees her reflection, she barks, Sometimes it's really loud and annoying. Um, And whenever she sees my dad, she's really excited and she really wants to play with my dad. So when he comes home from work, she wags her tail, except she's so excited that she just wags her bottom and her whole body. And sometimes if she's super excited, she pees on the floor, which is not so great for my mom, but she really likes it. Things are coming on the bark box, Liza. Say hi to Libby for me. Hello. Bye. Now, time for the dog trivia answer. And the answer to our trivia question is... Border Collie! Thanks for tuning in, guys, and learning about dogs from me, a dog. I'd like to thank our special guests, Buster and Liza, for joining. Now, I have an important announcement for my listeners. If you like my podcast, I encourage you to find me on Instagram, at Bark for more Ewok content from me, Ewok. As usual, be sure to subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts or The Rule of the Bark. See you next time!